0: Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus film podcast. Tonight, we're going to talk about Bob Ross. I was inspired by a friend of mine who is going to be on this show as soon as I watched the movie that we're going to watch. Her art is amazing, and I saw it and it immediately took me back to a time when I was a kid and I would go home after school and watch Bob Ross on PBS. I'm a big nerd. And it is very soothing about his voice. If I watch him now before I go to bed, he puts me to sleep. But as a kid, I was just mesmerized by his voice, by his painting. It puts you in a zone. It not only makes you want to visit nature and those beautiful portraits that he visits or paints, but it also gives you a sense of art that you also want to create. As he is creating It's kind of a Martha Stewart You know, she makes me want to cook But also, you know, live the best life Remember that pool selfie? Come on And so I thought, let's talk about that Let's talk about, we're going to play some clips of Bob Ross We're going to talk about his art How amazing he was He still fascinates me to this day There's a Bob Ross Funko Pop There are Bob Ross candies. There's even a Bob Ross bingo. I know because I bought it during COVID. Me and the kids still play it. You know, find freedom on this canvas. That's one of the bingo cards. I'm not kidding you. Stay tuned. Dr. Zeus film podcast coming up.
1: we'll have them run all the colors across the screen right there that you need to paint along with us. While they're doing that, let me tell you what I've got going up here. Today I'm using an 18 by 24 inch double prime pre-stretched canvas, but you use whatever size you'd like. And I've just covered the entire canvas with a very thin coat of liquid white. The liquid white is designed just to make the canvas wet and, and to make it slick. It allows us to actually blend color right here on the canvas. Makes your whole painting life a lot easier. So let's get started. I thought today... Find freedom
0: on this canvas. <clears throat> that, of course, is the late, the great Bob Ross. Bob Ross was an icon. If you remember the 80s, my God. He would come on in the afternoon. I Sometimes I think it was two episodes... As I mentioned in the intro, I I brought up Bob Ross because I said to a friend of mine, I said, her artwork is so amazing. And I said, it has a Bob Ross feel to it because it's very soothing and beautiful. And his artwork, you can't even buy his artwork for some weird reason. So Bob Ross was born Robert Norman Ross in Daytona Beach, Florida in 1942. And he died on July 4th. 1995, of cancer. He was in the United States uh, Air Force. He was a master sergeant. And he was a damn good artist. So, his career as a painter. During his 20-year Air Force career, Ross developed an interest in painting. After attending an art class at the Anchorage USO club, he found himself frequently at odds with many of his painting instructors who were more interested in abstract painting. Ross said they'd tell you to make what makes a tree, but they wouldn't tell you how to paint a tree. Ross was working as a part-time bartender when he discovered a TV show called The Magic of Oil Painting, hosted by German painter Bill Alexander. Alexander used a 16th century painting style called alla prima, Italian for first attempt, widely known as wet on wet, that allowed him to create a painting within 30 minutes. Ross studied and mastered the technique, began painting and then successfully selling Alaskan landscapes that he would paint on novelty gold mining pans. Eventually, Ross's income from sales surpassed his military salary. He retired from the Air Force in 1981 as a master sergeant. He returned to Florida, studied painting with Alexander, joined his Alexander Magic Art Supply, Supplies Company, and became a traveling salesman and tutor. Annette Kowalski, who had attended one of his sessions in Clearwater, Florida, convinced Ross he could succeed on his own. She, along with Ross and his wife, ...pulled their savings to create his company, which struggled at first. Ross was noted as for his permed hair, which he ultimately disliked... ...but kept after he had integrated it into the company logo. The origins of the TV show The Joy of Painting are unclear. It was filmed at the studio on the PBS station WIPB in Munis, Indiana. The show ran from January 11, 1983 to May 17, 1994... But reruns reruns still continue to appear in many broadcasts in areas and countries, including the non-commercial digital subchannel network Create. In the United Kingdom, the BBC reran episodes during the COVID-19 pandemic, while most viewers were on lock in lockdown at home. During each half-hour segment, Ross would instruct viewers in the quick wet-on-wet oil painting technique. Painting a scene without sketching it first, then create by creating the image directly from his imagination, in real time. He explained his limited painting paint palette, deconstructing the process into simple steps. Our critic Mary Surrey compared Ross to Fred Rogers, host of mister Rogers Neighborhood, noting that Ross's soft voice and the slow pace of his speech were similar. With help from Annette and Walt Kowalski, Ross used his television show to promote a line of art supplies and class recordings. Building what would become a $15 million business, Bob Ross Incorporated, which would ultimately expand to include classes taught by other artists trained in his methods. Following Ross's death, ownership of the company was passed to Kowalski. So there's Bob Ross everything There's Bob Ross gum In fact I found this I went to a a candy store In Amador County California It's called Jackson California And I go there often And if I can find a picture Of it so that I can They do have the Bob Ross Candy Okay. I always I always intend to buy it. I think I bought it one time for my brother. But there is also Bob Ross Bingo. So during the pandemic, you know, everyone was playing games. It it, it was a strange time. Okay, so the candy store is in Jackson, California, in the foothills, and it is called Train Town Candies Ice Cream Parlor. It's been there a long time This wonderful couple runs it They even have a sugar free uh, section I can't have the Bob Ross Although maybe a little bit So if you Google Bob Ross This is what comes up Okay, You have a Bob Ross action figure Bob Ross monopoly Bob Ross shirts Bob Ross waffle maker Bob Ross Funko pop Hawaiian shirt, jacket, candle. And then you can find his episodes on YouTube. But what I like, and I'm going to show... Well, I can't show it because this is a a podcast, is Bob Ross Bingo. Bob Ross Bingo is the ultimate. Let Let me just explain something. They've even got Golden Girls Bingo. So it can play up to 16 players... And my family would love to play Bob Ross Bingo What's great about it is if you have kids The verbiage, the language of playing the bingo Because you have to say the bingo cards And so, if we can go into It's an amazing game I would recommend it If you have uh, friends a lot of family Or vice versa You get to read, you get to read these, you know, cards and, uh, yeah, what an icon, what an icon that he's been gone for 20, goodness, 27 years, no, 26 years, Bob Ross bingo party game up to 16 players, bingo, enjoy the classic game of bingo, everything you need to start, okay, where's the Bob, okay, okay. I mean this is this is uh this is the ultimate this is the ultimate bingo you know how they have bingo for everything they have monopoly i haven't played the bob ross monopoly yet and they even have some of his paintings and some of the cards that you have to read are really funny and let's go over to here okay I don't have a card in front of me right now I have it It's in, a, it's in the box I think it's in a basket right now Because I'm going to pull it out Next time everyone comes over Here we go So here's an example of Some of the cards So on the card you get a bingo card Each one is different You have Bob Ross, Big Old Brush Alzerian Crimson What a happy bunch Go on a fun little voyage Cadium Yellow Everyone needs a little friend, and of course, your free space, which is a picture of Bob Ross. Gorgeous little snowdrift, fall like a waterfall. Swift rivers, titanium, titanium white. What a glorious sunset! Midnight black. Look at those rascals sparkle, and see it has the Bob Ross sayings. So I urge if you're if you're looking for some bingo, Bob Ross bingo is a way to go. But it's also about the man himself, painting, hey, and his voice. His something. voice, the way he would paint, and he would talk. He yeah. would talk about his life while he
1: painted. Those little noises, and very lightly, go across there, and instantly we have some nice reflections. That's simple. Now here's something that's fun. You take a little. I just use a little white. If you want to create another plane in your painting, take a little white and lift upward and it'll make little areas back here that looks like a whole different plane and the white will end up looking like little trunks in those trees. There, and easy. Let's put a little water line. For that we we'll use use liquid white. Pull it out very flat, flat as you can get it. Cut across, okay? And we can go right up in here. And we can just drop in just a little water line. Just a happy little water line that lives back in here somewhere. We don't know where it is. Don't know that we even care. Just let your imagination take you anywhere you want to go. A lot of times I start a painting and have nothing in mind but the time of day and the time of year. And from that, you can paint some fantastic little scenes. Don't worry about it. You don't always have to have a perfect vision in your mind of what it is you're gonna paint. Imagination is, it's, it's like any other muscle in your body or like a muscle in your body. The more you practice, Better it becomes take some black Prussian blue. I'm gonna put some phthalo green in there. I like phthalo green Maybe a little crimson There we go All right, let me wipe off the knife. I just wiped the knife on a little Little paper towel. I would just use that brush A little fan brush Load some color into it both sides of the brush both sides. Let's go up in here Let's have hmm. Let's have a little evergreen tree. He lives right there, see? Just make a line, take the corner of the brush, make a touch. Make another one, and just sort of work from the center out. There it goes. It's easier to do them fast than it is slow, though. Here they come. Just sort of back and forth. I had a lady in class one time tell me it was like making Zs, the letter Z. She called them Z trees. So I guess that's as good of an analogy as any from the center out. The center of the tree should be the thickest, darkest, strongest part of the tree. Because you have leaves on the back, you have a trunk in the middle, and you have leaves on this side. We'll have one more in there. There we go. I have a little family of trees. You know, if you've painted with me before, I think everybody should have a friend, even a tree. Even a tree needs a friend. Now, if you want to reflect those, just pop in some general indications of where they are. No big deal. See? Because we don't make mistakes here. We have happy accidents. Mm-hmm. Very quickly, you learn to work with anything that happens. Take the big brush.
0: So here's down, the funny thing. Straight down, once again. There is a crazy. card in the bingo game that says, Happy Little Accidents. And those are his sayings. He would talk about going to the Grand Ole Opry, seeing country music. He would talk about... Uh, Going into nature, growing up. The things that he loved. And he would just talk to you. And and if you heard him talk as he painted, I could just listen to him forever. And this is a podcast. This is a podcast about film and music and television. And I've talked about television before. And what an icon he is. There is nobody else like Bob Ross there was a, a simplicity to him the way he spoke to his audience that's that's the thing about when you're creating speaking to your audience and giving them that confidence which he did he gave a lot of people just confidence that they could go anywhere with that painting let's visit a little more of bob
1: i just use that same fan brush it has that color we made the tree out of it and i go through cad yellow and a little yellow ochre immediately we have green there we are let's go up in here and we can take that green and let's go back put some highlights on our little evergreen trees. There they go. All right, this little tree here. He's saying, don't leave me out, I need some too. There we are, there we are, there we are. All right, now, we'll put a little liquid white right on that same brush, because I want to lighten the color and make it a little thinner. A thin paint will stick to a thick paint. We mix them back up again, let's go back up here. And we can just take this brush and let's just pop in the indication of some little bushes that live down here, right down in these little foots. Something about like that. How's that? That looks like a little island. Let's put some dirt there. Let's take some white, little dark sienna, mix them together, cut off a little roll of paint. Let's go up in here. And we'll take this, and we'll just put the indication here A little bit of soil, some dirt, some kind. Gotta have a place. If this is a little island for all this to sit on. All right. See there? That's all there is to it. Okay. All right. We gotta figure out something to do on the other side now. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. You know, if you've painted with me before, I like I like old big trees. Let's take a little bit of that color right there. Let's go right up in here. This is your bravery test. Take the corner of the old two-inch brush, and let's just begin laying in a basic shape here. A tree, it lives right there. Right there, big old tree. But he's a nice tree, there he is. All right, while I got that brush going, tell you what, maybe let's do something about like this. Yes. And we'll just tap in all kinds of little little bushy-looking areas. You have to decide what lives here, how far it goes, how tall is it, how short is it, it's fat, skinny, in between. It's your world. And in your world, you make all the decisions. All the decisions, there we are. See, we're just putting some dark in here, so later on, our light color will show. We'll just grab a, there's a, whoops. Grab now there's a fan brush right there a little white and a little bit of the dark sienna just want to make the indication here maybe a little tree trunk. maybe a little more dark a sienna a
0: lot of those colors that he's talking about were in that bingo game and so Bob Ross lives on he lives on in his paintings he lives on and the merchandise I, I, I'm assuming that family Retains the merchandise. I thought at the heart of this podcast, it's all about the painting. It's all about the legacy. If you paint, if you create, there are people in my family that create and paint. I just draw. I'm, you know, I'm not really a painter myself, but those who are listening who are painters find freedom on that canvas because I know that you do and the beauty of Bob Ross just painting and um, my, my god uh, yeah and I think during the pandemic people took up painting they took up these things that I don't think they ever thought they could they could do um so i'm looking for something right now about why you can't buy a bob ross painting isn't that strange is that you you know they have all of these uh it's the merchandise she can't buy any of his paintings and and i found this i found this clip it says where are all of bob ross's paintings we found them so we're gonna play a little bit of it you can find it for yourselves but i thought you know we would talk about this i i absolutely loved him i loved him i truly did here we go
1: Bob Ross
2: is one of the most iconic American painters of the 20th century. He's best known for his perm, personality, and landscape paintings. The problem is, no one knows where they are.
1: I'll be your host as we experience the joy of painting. In 800 feet, turn left
2: onto McLaren Road. There are more than a thousand Bob Ross paintings in the world. There we go. But if you want to buy a Bob Ross, you can't. And that doesn't mean people haven't tried. A lot have. And a lot's been written about it, too, because, frankly, it doesn't make sense. In a 1991 article in The New York Times, Bob said he had completed nearly 30,000 paintings. So when this guy wanted to buy one for his brother, he didn't think it would be a problem. He couldn't find one at an auction, in a gallery, on the Internet. We don't know. And sure, there are a lot of paintings out there inspired by Bob Ross. Tap, 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 Roll. But they're not the real thing, so it made us wonder: where could a collection of paintings worth likely millions of dollars possibly have gone? you oh Not a professional opening. I started in 2017. They were organized pretty well, but it was kind of one of those things where it's like, we need to take all this out and like figure out what is here. And I was terrified of touching these paintings. <laughs> it was like, these are worth more than me. So that's where all the paintings are. Not climate controlled. We got, we got them safe in a room, packed away, organized fairly well. Definitely not white glove service. They don't plan on selling them. Wasn't really Bob's thing. It actually has never occurred to us. I guess I wouldn't even know how to answer that question because we've never even really talked about it. The show went like this. It was 26 minutes long, unedited, and you never saw the finished painting before you started. He did 31 series, each being 13 programs, each having three versions. That's a lot of paintings. Not many people know that Bob actually completed each painting three times. One before the show, one during the show, and one after the show, which is why there's so many of them. He would write book on the really, really good one. He would mark one of them TV, and that was the slightly not great one. And then the third one would be marked Kowalski for my mother.
1: I don't like this being a movie star. I'm old, you know? I know you wanna know what that young guy was running around with this old woman. Guess what? Bob and I used to be the same age. I'd like to introduce you to my partner and longtime friend, Annette Kowalski. Annette, welcome to the show. Thanks, Bob. Annette was involved in lots of different art forms.
0: And so that is a taste of where the paintings are and if I I mean this is it's television history. Bob Ross, you say the name Bob Ross and people know who you're know talking why. about. You and me. I hey. thought let's just yeah, thought let's look just go through some of these. State.
1: Boy. So I say New Mexico and Arizona and all those. They have some of the most beautiful beautiful mountain formations. Certainly not like the mountains that I grew up with in Alaska but beautiful Okay, maybe we'll have this one grow a little bit Let's have some of the most unique rock formations There we go See there Oh, I know what let's do let's have some fun right underneath here. I'm going to take some of the same yellowish color and pull it straight down. Like a reflection. See, pull it straight down. Go straight down. And we'll take a big brush, grab it, pull hard. See, we're gonna pass it. See
0: the way the he does that. Oh my God. And those of you who paint, there there's a there's a magic to it. There's a magic to the madness, uh, we can't play the music, we can't believe, I don't want him, his estate to come after me, I really truly don't, but his show brought me so many
1: joys, and I look forward to seeing you again next week, so from all of us here, I'd like to wish you a happy painting, God bless.
0: And so that's our Bob Ross episode. It would be very interesting. You know, they, they made a, a Mr. Rogers film. I wonder who could play Bob Ross. Not Johnny Depp, because that, come on. He's already played Captain Jack Sparrow, which is basically based on uh, Keith Richards. <laughs> but Bob Ross, there's a documentary about him. You can watch his episodes of The Bob Ross Show, The Joy of Painting. And so I thought, let's just talk about that Sometimes it's good to just veer off And television We all grew up watching it And those of you who paint I am in awe And to Aisha, who inspired this episode As we were talking I sent her a thing and I said Your paintings remind me of a Bob Ross painting Because they, they give me a, a, a relaxing coolness And their beauty is just breathtaking and that's what Bob Ross brought. And so, from all of us at the Doctors Who's Film podcast, while well, I'm the only one, Unpleasant Dreams.